and welcome to episode 9 of Etc. Etc. with Young Southpaw. That's moi. Me if you ain't got your French tongue on. And speaking of me, I've got a new record out. It's called The Lost Archimedes. Get it over on Bandcamp, you know. Youngsouthpaw.bandcamp.com It's got a lot going on, man. Talking about interdimensional reptilian pancakes, David Lee Roth being psychic, manufacturing my own action figure line, with Jean-Paul Sartre, of course, with or without Kiss makeup, and a lot more, man, a whole lot more, all in the pursuit of love, you know? It's over an hour of all sorts of, well, whatever this is, you know, all for five bucks. Today's guest I'm psyched to have on the show, man, Mr. Nick Grunrude. Nick's a great comedian, man. Had it on a couple of my shows in New Haven, Connecticut last year, and he performed on the only time I've ever put on the skin-tight buffoonery show at Pete's Candy Store in Brooklyn last year. Joe Rumrill was on that lineup, too. It was rad. It was a night of absurdist comedy, you know? Hopefully there'll be more of those in the future. And when I was in Connecticut last year, Nick was my favorite comedian to see, man. Very unique style, hilarious. And he's also a musician. He's putting out a bunch of records and performs under the name Underwear. But put out a ton of stuff recently, which, which we're going to talk about. So, so let's get to it. All right. We're here today with Nick Grunrud. How you doing today, Nick? You know, doing all right. Like, uh... Eight out of eight out of eleven, eight out of fourteen, something like that. Those are good numbers. Yeah, the eleven to fourteen scale, obscure, but one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, you know, adds up to twenty-five, which is a you know shiny new quarter. Okay, <laughs> I didn't think of it that way, but now that I I'll, I will never not think of it that way. Did I pronounce your name right? I want to make sure I'm talking to the right person. Yeah, do it again. Nick Grunrud. Grunrud. Grunrud, man. Yep, yep. I thought, I, yeah, all right. Takes about six or seven times to get it. It's okay. I get it wrong. I get it wrong sometimes, so it's okay. That makes me feel better. Thanks, Nick. Yep. Grunrud? Grunrud. Grunrud. You're a third time, so the sixth, sixth time you'll get it, yeah. Grunrud. Kind of like grunge and rude boy, like those two musical genres. Yes, I, I am only aware of one of those, and I, I'm not sure if the other one is a musical genre, but yes. Yeah, I don't think it is either, but you know what I meant. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I mean, speaking of music, I mean, besides doing comedy, you also make music under the name Underwear. That is correct. Is that... Under W-E-A-R or under W-H-E-R-E, like some sort of hide-and-seek game? It's not a hide-and-seek game. Um, definitely not. Oh, uh, it's, uh, it's, like, it's like what you're wearing. You wear underwear? Yeah, I do, occasionally. Okay. Yeah. Like what Bill Murray say in Stripes, like you know, some sort of mesh thing. I'm lying. I'm, I, I just want to seem cool there because I love that movie, you know. And mesh underwear. Never saw stripes. No, never saw stripes. Oh, I highly recommend. Uh, I don't think I don't think I ever will. But if you're recommending it, I, I I'll, I'll try. 
All right. But I mean, like the hide and seek thing, I mean, that'd be crazy if you had like hide and seek live shows where like the audience had to find you before they even heard a single note. I mean, have you ever done any of those? I have never. I thought. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. Short, short answer. No. Long answer. Also, no. But I'm not opposed to it. I mean, it sounds like a cool idea. It might take a lot of time, you know. Yeah. Depending on how well you were hit. Be, I don't know. Would you get paid the same anyway? You have to rent the venue and whatnot. I don't, it's complicated. You probably get less money because you're scaring the shit out of everyone. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> you're, you're, you're into that? You're into scaring the shit out of everyone? Well, I mean, if you're a goth band, it's perfect. So if you're in Bauhaus, you want to scare the shit out of everyone. You want to do a hide-and-seek show. Yeah, I mean, we should bring this idea to Bauhaus, you know. Yeah, it's easy to contact them. No, you know, they had that song in the flat field. So, I mean, they'd probably just hide there and you can see real easy on flat field. Okay. Yeah, I mean, let's let's give it a whirl. No, I mean, I don't, I don't want to ruin it for Bauhaus. I mean, there's plenty of other places to hide. They probably just have to write some more songs, you know? Yeah, that's true. Does this have anything at all to do with your band name? Uh, 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 contacting Bauhaus about a hide-and-seek show? No. Really? No. You'll go on record as saying that? <laughs> I absolutely will go on record as saying that. I'll go on, I'll go on every record possible. It's not going to go on my record, but... Ah! Right? Yeah. Well, it, if, if it does, I mean, I assume you would give me some songwriting credits. I'll I'll give you a couple, maybe three or four. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Now, you have a very boy band voice. Have you ever been in a boy band? Have I ever been in a boy band? What what do you what do you what constitutes a boy band to you? I guess two or more members where you're boys and you sing in that, you know, that uh falsetto way that you do. Ah, um, no, no. If if you said some different, if you said some different criteria, I would have said yes. But I think a grunge, rude boy, boy band. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'm very confused by this rude boy. Is this a genre? Wait, aren't the ska listeners rude boys? Isn't that the thing? Oh, ska! I I know, I know. Literally nothing about ska, so. And like Rancid, well, they were like half half punk, half ska. It's more, probably more like 70%. Probably like 8 out of 11 punk, but then like 3 out of 11 ska. Wow, you have the, you have the math perfectly right. Well, I do my research, you know. Oh, you do your, okay, okay, I see. Here's what I'm, I'm saying, though, is like, I hear the weather's been crazy in Connecticut lately. Like it's, it's snowing in May. Like mm -hmm. who do you think would win in a bobsled race between like in sync and the backstreet boys? All right. Um, okay. So in sync probably could get a bigger bobsled, right? But I think the backstreet boys would do more with their lack of funds and like ingenuity. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, I think I think NSYNC would be like, we got the bigger thing. Backstreet Boys are like, no, we don't. You know, and then I think they would kind of do more with with 
Backstreet Boys have like a hundred dollars, and and Sync has about twenty five hundred. But I think Backstreet Boys would would win on the bobsled race. Nice. How about between the Spice Girls and Girls Aloud? I don't know uh, who Girls Aloud is, so the Spice Girls. They're just by default. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. You know. The, yeah, I I I think that's a that's a um, lopsided victory for them. You know what would be rad, though, is if, like, while they were doing this bobsled race, they managed to spy Bauhaus hiding somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a possibility. I mean, I mean, this could be the future of music festivals, you know? <laughs> if, there, if there is a future of music festivals, yes. I th- I think I think when they come back they're not going to do regular they're going to have Bauhaus hide and seeking and the Spice Girls will come back looking for a uh, a semi popular goth band that was uh, recently critically acclaimed uh, in the last twenty years yes don't forget the bobsled aspect of it yes the bobsled aspect is going yes that's going to come back in these nice summer festivals you combine it with the olympics you know make everybody happy see there you go that's that's something you can do to uh yeah to a halfway point between the uh people who go to coachella and people who like the olympics that venn diagram yes yes but let's get back to talking about you. I mean, I wouldn't say your okay. music is funny, but your comedy is very musical. My 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 comedy. Oh, hold on, <laughs> my music is. Say that again. <laughs> I wouldn't say that your music is funny, but your comedy is very musical. Got it. Okay. Sorry. That was pretty, that was pretty straightforward and I just messed up. Um, yeah, I try to, I try to, uh, uh, I try to make my live performances in music, uh, funny. I think a lot of times when you have people who are making, uh, for lack of a better term, experimental music, or I think sometimes it's very serious and academic and I think there should be some humor, maybe not humor all the time, but I think some humor is definitely better than not applying it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my, my favorite song of yours is The Roaring Days of the Cigarette, which I, oh, thought, okay. I thought was a clever title because, like, fires roar and you, you light a cigarette off a flame, you know? But then, yeah. then, like, lions roar, too. So, I mean, like, have you ever tried to record a lion on fire? Okay, that's uh, that's a sensitive subject, um, but no, I haven't. The sensitive subject, but no, I haven't. Because I mean, that like, makes any sense? Uh, totally, I'm yeah. with you. I mean, like, how do you even procure yeah. a lion these days? Let alone cajole one into the studio. Well, to record a lion and to cajole one, those are two different. You need different equipment. So to record a lion, you need a microphone and maybe like a backpack. Uh, to conjole one, you'd probably need, you know, six or seven apples, a couple of friends, um, an expert in conjoling. You'd need some some sort of a some sort of a infrastructure for 
the cajoling process, you know. And you're just like a one-man band, right? Yes. Nice. Yes. Do you know that Wire song, X Lion Tamer? Yes. Love that song. It's a good song. Yeah. Do you think they were talking about this? <laughs> yes and no, if that makes any sense. I totally. I think, I think Wire's always talking about what anyone's talking about, but then at the same time, not. Um, short answer, no. Are you Sorry, picturing a, a lion in a bobsled like I am? <laughs> On fire? That, do you think that's what that song was about? Well, now that you've put it in my head, yeah. was it? It could be. Yeah, I mean, who know what what are wire songs really about? Right? True, true. They're oblique. Yeah, very they're very obtuse, right? Million dollar word right there. Actually, it's like a $8 word. <laughs> but yeah. I've never I also don't listen to lyrics. This is a thing. I think I've had a debate and talk with friends. I I make up lyrics. I get my own lyrics wrong, and even if I write lyrics down, I say them wrong. I, I'm I'm very bad with committing to lyrics. It's something. The only thing that I think I need to get better at, but and also when I listen to songs, if I listen to a song a hundred times, people are like, "Yeah, that's he's talking about grapefruit or something." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Are you ever talking about grapefruit? Uh, am I talking about grapefruit? I mean, yeah, I. I have multiple album covers with me made out of fruit. So I think I've probably mentioned grapefruit once or twice in a song. T tell me about the song Roaring Days of the Cigarette. Okay. Oh, oh. Um, that The song title or? The, the song itself, which I guess would include the title in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yes. Song titles are included in the songs themselves, yes. Uh <laughs> The title was referring to, I think it was funny when you see like a Time Magazine uh, cover or something like that at the store when you're in line getting your milk or whatever, <laughs> whatever you're getting. And you see like a thing that's like the Roaring Twenties or like the, the Golden Thirty or something like that. And I thought it would just be, it was a funny idea to me to have like to be at the store and it's like the roaring days of this, like the cigarettes been still going, but it's just, it's just funny to me, like having one of those magazine covers being like the roaring days of the Chihuahua or something, but like the cigarette, I think is like a funny, cause it's like synonymous with like that, but it would just be funny to just single out that. I think that would just be like a really like uh, esoteric thing for like a grocery store to have. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, also recently, you've put out a double album, trumpet, tuba, bass, clarinet, and a live album, Roaring Days, Underwear, Live. And like mm -hmm. a double album and a live album makes me think of those Kiss Alive records, you know, which were double albums. So I'm like, how much was Kiss an influence on all this recent output? How much was Kiss a recent? It was influential to the, you know the intro the like when i'm like hey how's it going everybody i hope you like i it was influential to that that part of the album uh not so much the rest of the album but like the i hope you guys enjoy the set 
Okay, here we go. You need a strong intro. It's the very beginning. Yeah, you need a strong intro. Yeah. So is it? Yeah. Were you wearing make like kiss makeup when you said that intro? In retrospect, I wish I would have because it would have made us no difference. You know, it'd be crazy if like bands like hid like with kiss makeup. So like people might have thought they were kiss, but they weren't the actual band they wanted to see. In this hide and seek <laughs> game we're talking about, you know. So, so you're wanting every major band from Bauhaus to Kiss to to, to adopt a hide and seek policy. Well, I mean, we got to keep live music going, you know. And the only way to do that in these uh, uncertain times is to adopt a hide and seek policy. So we really got to look for them. The only way. Okay, I, I'm 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 down for this. I think I think it could be potentially interesting. I mean, you'd appreciate it so much more when you earn it, you know? That's true. Anybody could yes. buy a ticket, you know, but to actually go and find the band. So you're also proposing that people don't buy tickets, they find the band. No, they have to buy a ticket to find the band. Like, there's an additional step. I mean, how right. would they make money uh, otherwise, you know, to keep this going? Yeah, that that seems like the only logical way to... Um, uh, propel and to sustain the gig economy in the in the coming coming years ahead and and think of this like in like 30 years time you could then write a song like the roaring days of hide and seek gigs yeah i'm, I'm hoping when i'm 52 i'll write i'll write that song 52 is a strong number you know that robin hitchcock song 52 stations i don't it's real good man and like 52 stations you could hide in so many places that Robin Hitchcock's clever guy. I forgot you know every song. Well, it's, it's like forgiven. <laughs> so you've got a new album coming out in June. It's called Night Running. That's true. And the first single is out now, right? It's called uh-huh. That You Need to Hide. Not to yeah. you know, lead you into this whole thing. Yeah. But I mean, night running does that impl- and hiding, does that imply you're hiding... Cause it's just dark out. Um, let's see. Imply, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an, it's an album intended to listen to on a forty-three minute night run. So you start the album and then you go for a run. You maybe take breaks. There's, there's tracks that are designed as breaks, and then. You do uh, like a 45-minute run at night that's designed to run at like 11 or 12 at night. So, and that that's a song that's like, uh, what am I trying to say? It's a pop song at the end of this exercise album that sort of alleviates the intensity of the rest of the material. Now... Ideally, where would you suggest people run while listening to this? Probably towards Toledo, Ohio. Obviously. Yeah. Ohio is a, a strong musical state, man. Woo! Guided by Voices, my favorite band of all time, besides Van Halen, of course. Afghan okay. Wigs, The Breeders, all the crazy funk bands. Woo! Oh, I, I didn't know. Oh, the Ohio Players. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't know. Uh... Breeders were from Ohio. I thought there were some other place that I didn't think about. But like, 
Run, you say running towards Toledo, Ohio. Just like have that be like the central point where you direct your compass. Yeah. Like you can't get to Toledo in 43 minutes from lots of places. No. I would say most of the world. No. If you're in Cleveland, maybe, depending how fast you're running. Yeah, if you're in Canton, if you're in Canton, Ohio, maybe you could get, you could, you could almost get there. But yeah, if you're in, you know, um, Ypsilanti, Michigan. Not uh, a chance, huh? Yeah, if you're in Ypsilanti, Michigan, you're nice. No way. But I mean, they they could still dream, right? You know, maybe they could yeah, train you can, for you, it. In Ypsilanti, they do dream. Yes. Now you're beatboxing on this new single, and it's like five minutes long. Like, was your mouth hurting after that? Oh, <laughs> I uh, I use I use a loop pedal. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I was I, I fooled. Loop. Yes, yes. You know that song by Def Leppard, Foolin', you know, foo 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 foolin'? That's like exactly what's happening right now. There yeah. you go. Yeah. You think they were talking about this very conversation when they wrote that? Yeah. They were talking about that or the talking. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. More, more than likely, yes. Visionaries back in 1983, you know? Yeah. Def Leppard? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say they, they were visionaries, yes. Now, have you ever tried to record a leopard on fire? Huh. No, I... Def or not? That, no. Oh, man, all right. My line of yeah. questioning seems way off. A little bit, right? Right. Oof. Yeah. I better uh, start to reason better when I get involved in these hide-and-seek games, you know? <laughs> I, I'd say so. I'd glad, say so. Glad we, glad we had this talk. <laughs> yeah. So, like, how long were you actually beatboxing for with this so-called loop pedal? How long for this? Well, I would do it for just about a... That loop is about... 18 seconds. It's about an 18 second loop. So your mouth was not hurting. Well, what, what do you define as hurting? What do you, what do you, what do you, what is, what's, what's, what hurts your mouth? Pain. Pain. Got it. Got it. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, no, then no, I did not have uh, any amount of pain that was, uh, measurable on any level i'd like to clarify pain is in like a something that uh is uncomfortable or um yeah what's another synonym for hurt but i just want to make sure people aren't thinking pain as in you know the french spelling of bread that you would also put in your mouth you know just to, that's just make true things clear that's true yeah. yeah no 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 pain either one no bread either no definitely not definitely not so what else can you tell me about the new record? Well, um, it's, uh, it's all right. <laughs> it's a hard, hard sell. Uh, it's, I kind of wanted to make an exercise album and I have like, a, I was going to make a longer triple album. It's like three and a half, four hours of this stuff, but I wanted to make it just a nice concise exercise and i've 
whittled it down to nice like 43 minutes it starts right away it's one of the few albums i think i have that like you hear my vocals like two seconds in um which i think i haven't done i don't know i've made 20 some odd albums so it's i could be mistaken but uh i think i wanted to just make something that was yeah had facilitated this thing because sometimes I go running at night I wanted to make an album that people could listen to while they're doing that I didn't know you had 20 some odd albums yeah it's, uh, I have 20 albums and about uh, made about 900 bucks <laughs> so that's, it's like 70 bucks an album woo yeah. That's pretty good these days from what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Travis Scott's not making that. Yeah. So wh- where can people get these albums? Uh, it's on my Bandcamp at uh, nickgrunrude.bandcamp.com. And I'll, uh, I also have some tapes for sale from an older album from last fall. Um, as in cassettes? Yeah, as in cassettes. Yes. Yes. Now, have you actually made a, co- a record of your comedy yet? I have not. I um, I always thought that that was a harder thing. It's probably not harder. It's probably the same, but I've never uh, never just put the technology together or recorded recorded a comedy album. No, I've released comedy musical albums, but I've never recorded a stand up album. No. What are those comedy musical albums? See, I recorded a coronavirus album a couple months ago, back in the beginning of the coronavirus. Uh, coronavirus the musical. Yeah. Um, yeah, released that on my band camp. Um, then I recorded uh, some jingle albums, a holiday album. Which holiday? Uh, I did I did an album that was one holiday for every month. I released that like five about five years ago. Were they the traditional holidays or new ones that you've invented? Uh, they're all real holidays. August was hard. The only one I could find was Watermelon Day, which I believe is August 7th. I like it. Yeah. It's like watermelon's one of the best flavors, man, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. I think it'd probably be a lot easier to record a watermelon than a lion, I would think. I... Some people say that. I mean, you're saying that, so. I'll go on record as saying that. You'll go on record? Okay. I think it would be easier to record a watermelon than a lion. And probably any large jungle cat. Yeah. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense. What was the, uh, there must, there's another month that's quite hard with holidays, right? What am I thinking of? September, maybe? September, Labor Day. I did Labor Day. Ah, all right. Yeah. Let's see. I think I have... You know what? I have my band camp up right now. How about how about them apples? Also, quite a good flavor, apple. Yes. Green apple, especially. So let's see. I did... For all the, for all the Nick Grunrood heads out there, here we, here we go. I did Halloween, 4th of July, Memorial Day... Easter, Watermelon Day, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, 
Martin Luther King Day, Father's Day, Thanksgiving, Watermelon Day. That's it. So were, the, were these not in order of the year? <laughs> I just kind of jumped the hell around. Yeah. That would be weird if years were like that. You never knew what month it was going to be and therefore what <laughs> yeah. holidays to celebrate. How would you possibly plan out buying Christmas presents like that? Yeah, that would be that'd be weird. Actually, Christmas would be easy. It comes toward the end of the month. Like you got a good three weeks once December starts, once they declare it's December. Yeah, that that would that would be pretty interesting. It's like it's November twenty second, second twenty sixth. It's October fourth, first of the July. You just didn't. You never knew. You never knew what. I I kind of would like that. That would be exciting. It would be, but it would also be tough to organize these music festivals where hide and seek is going on. Not enough time yeah, to hide I, is what I'm saying. I think. I think if they bring back the economy, I think they should they'll also bring back a extremely confusing calendar. I, I, I <laughs> like we're talking about. I think that's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> it seems to be what's common, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I just like this idea a lot of uh, no one knowing when Yom Kippur is or when their own birthday is coming. I didn't even think of birthdays. That oh, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Your birthday is like the first of October, July twenty fifth, or it's St. Patrick's, uh, Martin Luther King's birthday. It's yeah. It's just completely. I mean, no wonder people talk about being nervous about the future. Yeah, you don't know, and anything's coming. Oh. Now. This whole hide-and-seek festival thing, do you think it would work for comedy shows as well? Or like comedians like fundamentally different as people than musicians? And you're both- I don't think they're fundamentally as different. I think people would be very annoyed if they're looking for a couple of jokes and then they have to go find people like Easter eggs, like their cousins over from Wisconsin, and they have to go find the comedian in a adult hide and seek game. I don't, I don't know if that would fly in comedy circles. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I don't get the same feeling as it's not as exciting as going to find Bauhaus with your cousin from Wisconsin. On this Easter you speak of that. We don't know when it's actually going to be. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all my questions. You you got anything you want to add? No, I think, uh, yeah, I I think you asked the right questions about Kiss. I was waiting for that Kiss question. Oh, good. You answered it. You answered it. Yeah. You asked it. You asked it, and I answered it. So I'm glad uh, we got that covered. Yeah, definitely glad. Um, yeah, but yeah, I have a new album coming out in, in June, so should be good. All right. Well, I think we nailed it. Thank you very much, Nick Grunrude. Did I get yeah. it right? There you go. It's the fifth time. You you beat you beat the record. Beat the record. Six. You got five. Excellent. You got five. Nice. All right. A lot of stuff came up there, man. And I, for one, cannot wait until these hide and seek music festivals kick off. Ooh, it's gonna be rad. Maybe Nick will play one. You know. Until then, check out his music at Nick Grun What Nick Grun? Yeah, Nick Grunrude. Bandcamp. Might might be better if I just spell it. That's Nick 
N-I-C-K, and then his last name, G-R-U-N-E, Mickey Mouse. No, that's not right. G-R-U-N-E-R-U-D.bandcamp.com. And don't forget there's a new Southpaw album out over at youngsouthpaw.bandcamp.com. I guess I'm not going to spell that. You can just look at the website. Actually, you can look at the website to see how you spell Nick's name, too. There you go. And I got a whole bunch of more clips and shows up at my YouTube channel. If you subscribe to the channel, man, I'd I'd be really much appreciated. You know, And same thing with sharing these episodes and the like. So until next time, I'm going to play you out with Underwear's The Roaring Days of the Cigarette.